people again, and I don't mean to reiterate everything that I've been over already in this service, but I'll tell you what, we're living in a world that needs God. We're living in a world that needs God. And I looked at those dispensaries today, and uh, just people just, no, no, telling, no telling just in this little four-state area, the, what they term the four-state area, Brother Plapper, no telling how many thousands and thousands of dollars was spent this weekend on substance. Oh, but it's legal. Well, Jesus makes a difference. Hallelujah. And uh, I, thought, I just thought, man, you know, people talk about giving to the church and paying tithes to the church. And, and I, I listened to a testimony, a young man out of Brother Darren Parker's church in Bradenton, Florida, Brother Jonathan. And I've kind of followed him along over the last year or two. And uh, him, she shared his testimony just a few days ago and began to talk about alcoholism and drugs and he just nearly destroyed his body and uh, all the arrests that he had and and, uh, and he got to talking about you know how God began to bless him brother Tony and uh, he said now I'm successful in business and he talked a while and he told everything that God delivered him from and all the times he'd been in prison, all the arrests, uh, all the different things. And I just thought, man, when the Lord, when Jesus shows up, he makes a difference in people's lives. Hallelujah. He makes a difference. And he said, and I pay my tithes. Right on Facebook, he said, and I pay my tithes. And he, I guess he may have felt maybe just a little drawback. He said, I want to tell you something. I spent $200 a day on substance abuse. $200 a day. He said, you think God delivered me from that, that I'm not going to give every dime that I can afford to give to the church? I want to tell you something. I, I, I like that. Why? Because he's given to the church. Is it all about money? But no, I'm just telling you something. When somebody is thankful for what God's done for them, what he's delivered them from, I want to tell you, $200 a day is a pretty good, a pretty good grab on spending money. And I, uh, he had had to have a pretty good job. And it, your mind can just kind of run wild, Sister Stephanie. And then you can kind of imagine uh, uh, how he got that $200. Somebody, his gain was no doubt somebody's loss. And it happens uh, on a daily basis as these people, uh, uh, their habits run into the hundreds uh, and hundreds. And that's kind of a cheap habit some, from what I hear about some. And uh, uh, But when Jesus showed up and he began to talk about uh, when the Parkers showed up uh, uh, at the homeless camp and they brought the soup uh, and the sandwich. And, the, and I like to hear Brother Parker say, that cookie he said that cookie and uh, but they'll take that to the homeless and uh, uh, you can make light of it if you want but it made a difference in this young man's uh, it made a difference in his life and uh, uh, when he got thrown in prison they didn't stop uh, at taking food to the homeless camp uh, uh, but they went right on into the uh, the penitentiary and they began to give him uh, uh, Bible studies and something uh, got a hold of his heart uh, God got a hold of his heart 
and he was up on the pulpit the other night preaching the word of God, preaching about chasing giants and hunting giants, things that he used to run from, now he's delivered from. His income is more than his output. I want to tell you, when Jesus shows up, it makes a difference in what's going on in your life. Hallelujah. Remember the story I just read and he took a little walk and he sent them on their way and uh, they, they began to fish all night long and they never caught anything. Now I've been fishing all day and catch one or two and that's not quite as despairing as coming home and never catching anything. Coming home from hunting and never seeing anything. And he comes up on the boat and they're in their despair and they're in their dilemma. They're here and not, uh, they wasn't fishing recreationally. Uh, you need to understand this. Uh, this was their livelihood. Uh, and from what I understand in a little bit of history, fishermen uh, uh, didn't have the best livelihood uh, uh, that there was. Uh, you know, just historically speaking uh, out there it was it was pretty tough to make a living at, at your best but when you go all night uh, and you don't catch anything you're about to go home uh, and look at a wife and said well how'd you do today what did you make today and he's going to have to go home uh, and he's going to have to say I didn't do very good I only got about five hour quota today uh, and I needed about a 15 hour quota and I, I didn't get it uh, you know I didn't get what I was supposed to. Uh, uh, the paycheck's going to be uh, just a little bit slim this week. Uh, I talked to Brother John Howe and he, man, he called me and he said, Brother Sampson, uh, I just need you to pray for me today. Uh, I'm talking about when Jesus shows up. Uh, I don't care how despairing uh, uh, the situation is. Uh, I don't care what you're going through. Uh, he said, man, Brother Sampson, and I don't mean to uh, air his laundry out, but he's just having a little bit of trouble. He said, uh, I just can't seem to put things together. Uh, things just don't seem to happen. Uh, I'm just going through a trial. Uh, I'm a little bit down today. Uh, and I just feel like calling you, Brother Sampson, uh, and having you pray. Uh, Sister Sampson was in the bank. Uh, I was in the parking lot. Uh, and I began to let the prayers roll. Uh, I didn't say two or three words. Uh, but I began to call on the name of the Lord. Uh, we need the attention of God. Uh, when it's children is in trouble. Uh, man, I want to tell you something. Uh, I got a picture on my fireplace uh, the fa uh, Samson uh, Family's Farm Sentinel. Uh, it's old number 66. Uh, I've told about her before, uh, but when you messed with her calf, uh, I want to tell you something. Uh, you, uh, you had it going on, Brother Tony. Uh, you had it to deal with. Uh, she'd run you right over. She'd tear down every fence that she could when she heard that calf uh, begin to ball. I want to tell you something. I think it's the Father's good pleasure. I don't think he cares more about an animal instinct than he does a child of God. I begin to pray. I begin to call on the name of the Lord. He had bid some decks for a doctor. Another friend said, I want to tell you something, John. He said, build these decks. He said, you bid them 
and you bid him high. And he called this man's name and I know him. He said he's got a permit to print money. I'm telling you something. Money is no issue. You bid him high. Several weeks went by. Brother John never heard anything. I want to tell you something. When God's children begin to call on the name of the Lord, I want to tell you something. Jesus Christ will show up and things will begin to change. He called back in a little bit. He said, I just got a phone call from the doctor. He said, Brother Samson, I bid these things up into the thousands of dollars. I knew I probably wouldn't get it anyway. And he called me and he said, just as soon as my son gets ready, we want you to start. And we want you to do these decks. He was elated. He was excited. He went from zero to 60 because God came on the scene and he made a difference. When God shows up, the intake will be more than the output. How am I doing, baby? All right. Fishing. About to have to go home. Say, never caught anything. Never made a dime today, baby. I've worked hard all day. I've been there. Brother Matt Seegers, I've been where I labored all day and I... It seemed like the labor was more than, than, than what I made. And uh, I've, I've done that in a week before, too. And it's so discouraging. And it, it's so downcast. And, uh, uh, but I've never gave up. I always got my uh, strap leather the next, next week and went right back out. Uh, and sometimes them workers would say, what was wrong with you? I said, or what's wrong with you uh, this week? And they had their different little comments and their worldly uh, input on what they thought maybe was wrong with me. I said, I want to tell you something. Last week, you got a paycheck. Okello never made a dime, and it's going to be different this week. I'm going to make a paycheck if I got to wear every one of you down on this crew, but I'm going to go home with some money this week. Why? Because there was a determination rose up on the inside of me. I know I've got more ability to do more this week than what I'd done last week. And if we could do that in the natural, uh, there ought to be something rising up uh, on the inside and say, okay, devil, uh, you wore me around last week, uh, but I want to tell you something. Uh, it's going to be a different story. Uh, I'm going to win round two. Uh, I'm going to be the champion this week. Bunch of fishermen depressed sitting out there and so what have you caught? Their report was we haven't caught anything. We fished all night long. I don't know what the norm was. I, I don't know if you just cast on one side of the boat, if that's what, what it was di- designed for. I don't know, but God is a game changer. Hallelujah. You ever played sports in the world and look like it is beating the socks off of you, look like you're going to get skunked, uh, and all of a sudden uh, somebody uh, uh, hit one over to the third baseman, and, man, it looked like a double play, uh, and the inning was over, uh, uh, and in his e- 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 ego... Uh, 
uh, riding high because they're winning uh, and maybe in his haste uh, uh, he throws it in the dirt. Uh, uh, the second base misses it, rolls to the infield. Uh, that player rounds on around a third. Uh, first baseman seen what happened. Uh, he comes on around a second. Uh, oh, in their, in their haste, uh, uh, maybe the Roman fielder or the center fielder throws it in. Uh, he makes an overthrow. The catcher misses it. Uh, the guy on third, he comes into home. Uh, the guy on second, he rounds the plate. Uh, they're still fumbling the ball. Uh, uh, seemed like for no reason, man, I've seen it happen uh, time after time. Uh, and the first thing you know, uh, they're on the bottom uh, and you're on the top. Uh, you're winning. It's a game changer. Uh, just one play. Uh, one mess up. Uh, I'm telling you, it will kill the morale. Uh, and it's a game changer. Uh, I'm going to tell somebody in this place tonight, uh, you can have a game changer uh, in your life. Uh, your life can be different. Uh, there's something in the struggle. Uh, but I want to tell you something. Uh, God sees uh, the struggle. Uh, God knows where you're at. Uh, God knows where you're going through. Uh, God knows what you're facing. Uh, it looks like it's hopeless. Uh, but Brother Henry, when Jesus uh, shows up, uh, things change. What have you caught? Haven't caught anything. Haven't caught anything. Cast your nets on the other side. <laughs> Probably been pretty easy for him. This guy, he just strolls up from nowhere. All we know about him was he was a carpenter. Now he's out here telling us how to fish. They don't like interference. Kind of like my father-in-law. He was at Disney Dam and he got a little too excited about catching fish, Brother Zach. And he got on up past the boundary line. Anything beyond that, you, was, you got fined for it. And uh, Brother Triplett's all carried away and they're all up there, in which it wouldn't have made no difference anyway. That's just the way he was. And He's up there and he's fishing and he's catching fish and pretty soon a gentleman comes walking down the bank and he begins to talk uh, to Tim and Kim and they uh, holler over at their dad and say, Dad, he said, this man wants to talk to you. He said, well, just see what he wants. I'm fishing. I don't have time to fool with him. I'm fishing. He said, Dad, you better come up here. This man's a game warden. He wants to talk to you. That's a game changer. That is a game changer. Trust me. When you're running 90 down the interstate and you top the hill and there's the patrolman on the side of the road, that's a game changer. You go from the gas pedal to the brake pedal. And as Brother Scotty Pegram said, hard. Shut that thing down. It's a game changer. 
But they be, no doubt begin to question, man, what does he know about fishing? We've been out here all night. What difference is one side of the boat to the other side of the boat? I'm telling you something, the instruction given to us by God in this word, I want to tell you something, it makes a difference. The world may say it's crazy. The world may say there's no need in it. But the word of God says we're not going to do this. The word of God said we're going to be separate. We're going to come out from amongst it. We're going to be make me a game changer right here with the word of God. And you know what? They just begin to pull up those nets and let them down on the other side. What are you trying to say, Brother Samson? I'm trying to tell you tonight, when Jesus shows up, the intake is going to become more than the output. Bible said, heaped up, pressed down, shaken together, however that goes, running over, shall men give into your bosom? When you get it right and you obey God, they begin to pull those nets in, brother Aaron, and what happened? They had to call for help. Bring a bigger boat. Man, we got a catch here. I'm telling you something. When Jesus shows up, things begin to change. The impossible uh, becomes possible. Uh, and it don't just become possible. Uh, it becomes a reality. It's hard to argue uh, uh, when you got a mountain of fish uh, in the boat. I'll never forget uh, another one of those excursions down to the same dam. Uh, we went down there with a net and we began to uh, uh, catch those fish. I had a 78 Ford, brand new one. Uh, at the time and we begin to catch uh, uh, those fish uh, and we begin to carry them up the side of that bank uh, and we had dump them in the truck uh, go back down to the pool uh, catch another net full uh, carry them back up the hill uh, and dump them in the truck uh, when we left there and we went to Commerce Oklahoma we had a truckload uh, of fish that was mounded up uh, in the back and the truck uh, was just squatting down uh, and we pulled in uh, and Brother Tripp when them had been to the camp meeting in, in Gilmer, him and my dad, uh, and they both pulled up and we were at a gas station uh, and we were icing the bed of this truck uh, down with what ice that we could get on it. We had fish uh, that was mounded up. Uh, I want to tell you something. Uh, we had a load uh, and we took them fish uh, and we sold them and we pocketed a pretty good sum uh, a piece in our pocket. Didn't get no ticket, didn't get no fire, didn't get no game changer there. Uh, I want to tell you something, uh, but we had a load of fish. Uh, I tell you, I know what a load of fish uh, looks like. Uh, and Jake begin to cry out, uh, hey, give us some help. Uh, what we've got uh, since Jesus showed up, uh, man, we can't contain uh, the blessing. Uh, we can't contain uh, the overflow. Uh, it's pressed down. Uh, it's shaken together. Uh, and it's still running over. Tell you, Psalm 60, 11 and 12, give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Though through God we shall do valiantly, for it is he that shall tread down our enemies. Give us help from trouble. 
for vain is the help of man. Cursed is the man that put, maketh flesh, put his trust in man and maketh flesh his arm. I want to tell you something. You could just keep returning and returning to the weak and the beggarly elements of the world. And you know what you're going to get? You're going to get the same response that you've always got from doing what you're doing. But I want to tell you something. When Jesus shows up, it'll change Brother Jonathan in Braden in Florida. It'll change his life. It'll take Sister Stephanie from Colorado Springs and it'll take a street person, a alcoholic, any kind of addiction, probably experienced it, and make a Holy Ghost saint out of them. Give them a business. I'm telling you something, when Jesus shows up, he'll make a difference. Man, after John 5, verse 1, Brother Caleb was in John today, I think chapter 8 maybe today, but I'm in chapter 5 tonight. I, I like the book of John. You know, he's just, he's just telling how it was. He's just telling just like it happened. He's not, there's no parables. There's nothing of this nature in the book of John. It's just how it happened. The way it was is the way it is today. Hallelujah. And he, he wrote it down. It's not something to hearsay. And it looks like maybe what Matthew and Mark or Luke left out that John added in and what John left in, left out they put in. But I want to tell you something. It wasn't a bunch of parables, uh, but it was somebody that seen uh, what was happening. I like the first two or three chapters uh, of John. He's telling who Jesus is. Uh, he's the light of the world. Uh, he was the word in the beginning. Uh, and he begins to define uh, uh, in simple words uh, what Jesus was. Uh, I want to tell you something. When he shows up, uh, there's nothing simple uh, about what starts uh, uh, to happen when Jesus uh, shows up chapter 5 and he said after this uh, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem man uh, uh, me and Jesus we kind of I'm Christ like he, he, he enjoyed the feast he showed up uh, at the feast and then when things was happening uh, some of y'all need to try that when things is happening uh, around the church and there's a celebration uh, going on I'm telling you this place ought to have been packed uh, with, uh, from all them kids in Bible school uh, uh, but Jesus liked to show up uh, when things was going on. He didn't withdraw himself and go off. Uh, but you can read about these fast days and these feast days. Uh, and Jesus recognized that. And uh, he went up to Jerusalem. Uh, now they're at Jerusalem by the sheep market of pool, uh, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, uh, having five porches. Uh, in these lay a great multitude, uh, impotent folk of blind, halt, uh, withered, uh, waiting for the moving uh, of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season uh, into the pool uh, and troubled the water. Uh, oh, I'm telling you something. This ain't the first time uh, when Jesus showed up uh, that they have some kind of a, a catastrophic magnitude uh, uh, out in the sea. Things was happening. Uh, uh, everywhere he was, there was troubled uh, water. I'm telling you something. Uh, God can come by. Uh, he can trouble the water. Uh, uh, he can make a difference in your situation. Yes. 
And then whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. It didn't make no difference what it was. When Jesus showed up, it was over. He was healed. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity. 30 and 8 years. How many's heard this story over and over? 38 years that he laid there. I, I can guarantee you he didn't have anyone to put him in the water. He didn't have anyone to help him get to the facilities. I can probably tell you that his bed was, was no, wasn't a beautiful situation. His situation uh, that he was in was probably just a little bit stinky, very uncomfortable. I don't know how he got there. I don't know if they spent the night there. I don't know if somebody come and got them uh, during the day, but I do know that when he got there, uh, there was nobody there when the water uh, was troubled. What are you saying, Brother Sampson? Uh, I'm saying he was in a hole hopeless uh, situation. It was in a situation uh, that after a while can wear on you. How many's went uh, uh, for six months, uh, uh, for six weeks, uh, maybe just a year or two, uh, uh, and you get so distraught uh, over your situation and the things that you're facing uh, and the things that you're going through. Uh, oh, you finally come to the place. I just don't know uh, if I can go on. I just don't know uh, if I can take this uh, anymore. I don't know what I'm going to do uh, uh, but I want to tell you something uh, when Jesus saw him lie uh, and knew that he had been now a long time in that case uh, he said unto him wilt thou be made whole he didn't come up uh, he didn't start making uh, small talk uh, he could tell by looking that this man uh, I don't know maybe and I don't mean to be graphic and gross uh, but the feces was probably uh, uh, scattered around there from a people uh, uh, I know sometimes it's all I can do to make it to the facilities uh, running wide open so I don't know what it would be like to be decrepit uh, and not being able to move not being able to get up uh, the extra strain that you had to go through uh, uh, to get up I'm not going to get much deeper than that but you can get the drift uh, he could get in trouble uh, it wasn't hard to look uh, over where the impotent man was and understand uh, hey this man been here a long time tell by the smell. The Bible doesn't tell all of that, but I, I can just guarantee you take a trip down through the, a local nursing facility regardless of how clean uh, they, that they are. You're going, you're going to smell uh, uh, some discharge. You're going to smell uh, uh, some smells that's not the best. And I, I'm not making light in any form. We're probably all heading for there uh, unless God take, has mercy on us uh, and takes us on out of here. Uh, uh, but anyway, getting to the point when Jesus saw him. Uh, and Jesus didn't just have to look uh, at the situation. Uh, Jesus knew where he was at before he ever went. In fact, if you could read and understand the rest of this plan, or the rest of this book, he had a plan, and he began to walk up, and he began to talk to the man. He didn't ask him how he was doing. He didn't ask him how long he'd been there. He just knew it had been a while, and he begins to look at the situation. He makes no small stop, small talk, not how long he'd been 
here. How you doing? Uh, uh, what happened to you, sir? Uh, uh, you know, like a television evangelist, you know, they go through this uh, long rigmarole and then be ye healed. And uh, uh, But Jesus just walked up. Uh, he goes straight to the point uh, because I want to tell you something. Uh, all you have to do is give somebody a chance uh, that's in a struggle. Uh, give somebody a chance that's uh, having it rough. Uh, and I'm going, I can guarantee you, all you got to say uh, is how are you doing today? Uh, and then for the next 15 or 20 minutes, uh, it's a one-sided conversation. Uh, I'll tell you how I'm doing. Uh, it's been bad and here we go and I've done this and I've been through this uh, and nobody likes me and I think I'm just going to go eat a ball of worms somewhere uh, because nobody cares. Uh, I want to tell you something. Uh, sometimes we got to suck it up. Uh, buttercup and we got to realize uh, God said hey uh, would you be made whole and here we go the impotent man answered him sir I have no man when the pool is troubled to put me in the pool while I'm coming another step down before me Jesus, he don't even give him no more time. He said, Jesus said unto him, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and he took up his bed and he walked on the same day and he walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. And now we're kind of getting into why Jesus is there uh, and doing what he's doing. Uh, I want to tell you something. It don't make no difference what day it is. Uh, Sunday night on, on September, uh, August, uh, what is today, the 10th, 6th. August the 6th, 2023, uh, it doesn't make God any difference what day it is. Uh, it doesn't make God any difference what your situation is. Uh, all his question is, uh, will thou be made whole? Uh, I want to tell you something tonight. Uh, when Jesus shows up uh, on the scene, things uh, begin to change. Uh, things begin to happen. And the Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, it's the Sabbath day. It's not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. I'm going to tell you something. Brother Jonathan, he didn't care what day it was when he got on Facebook. I've been delivered. I've been healed. God made a difference in my life. My intake's more than my output. God has blessed me. And I'm given to God in return. It didn't make any difference what night it was, Sister Stephanie, or a Sunday morning when you come walking into Apostolic Lighthouse Church and begin to feel the presence of God. When you accepted God into your life, things changed. There was a difference, Brother Tony, when you said I've had enough I need help and Jesus shows up he is the help of our hope I want to tell you something and where there's hope there's faith because faith is the substance of things hoped for this man never had a hope he never even had a clue who he was talking to but Jesus showed up and made the difference All he knows is he's experienced a life-changing event. He don't care what day it is, and he grabs his bed, and he takes it up, and he begins to walk, and, this, and, the, and the high priest and the 
Sadducees, Pharisees, whoever was, whoever was around saying, hey, hey, you, carrying the bed there. I wonder how they noticed. They probably smelt it. But this man don't care. He was told to take up his bed and walk. He doesn't have a clue who told him to take up the bed and walk. Rolls this thing up. Smelling like a Korean honey bucket going down, down the road. If you don't know what a honey bucket is, that's what the Koreans carry on their shoulders and their big pots of sewage. And they carry it out and they fertilize their rice uh, uh, rice patties. My dad said you could see them coming down the road. Uh, and he said when they were in the service in Korea and they would run off of the trail up on the side of the hill for a little while and let this guy uh, uh, go by with these honey buckets uh, uh, balanced on, a, on, a, on his shoulders. Uh, I want to tell you something. Uh, uh, you may have a stinky situation today. Uh, you may have a situation that nobody else uh, wants anything to do with. Uh, but I want to tell you something. Uh, there's a man that can show up. There's a man that will show up. I'm telling you something, and when he does, it's going to make a difference. There ought to be people in this altar right now with their hands up saying, God, I need you to trouble my waters. God, I need to take up my bed. I don't care what the situation is. I don't even remember who told me. All I know that it happened. I've experienced a miracle, and I'm telling you, you something as he began to take his bed and he walked and he said I don't know who he was but the we just the man that healed me is the one that told me to take up my bed the man that made a difference in my life that's why sister Stephanie's still following that's why brother Tony's still following that's why brother Jonathan in Florida is still following because Jesus showed up give them hope he made a difference in their life I'm telling you something. What a difference he'll make. What a difference he can make in your life. I'm just afraid of my situation, Brother Sampson. They ask him what man said it to you. Take up your bed and walk. And he is... And he that was healed wist not who it was, for Jesus had conveyed himself away in a multitude, being in that place. Uh, and after Jesus findeth him in the temple, he said unto him, uh, Behold, you're made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. I don't know if this is an indication uh, uh, that had sin in his life, and sin uh, uh, maybe caused maybe the disease, the crippling disease uh, uh, that he had. I do know that there is multiple diseases uh, out there from promiscuous uh, uh, activity that can attack the human body. Uh, I'm not saying that's what it was, uh, uh, but it very well could have been. Uh, thou art made whole, sin no more lest the worst thing come upon thee. Uh, the man departed and told the Jews, uh, I'll tell you who it was. Uh, he's been made real to me. Uh, he's revealed himself to me. Uh, it was Jesus Christ uh, of Nazareth which had made him whole. Uh, I'm telling you something. Uh, the Jews began to persecute uh, and sought to slay him because he had done these things uh, on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, My father work 
purpose hitherto and I work. I want to tell you something today. The same yesterday, today, and forever. The same God that troubled the water. The same God that delivered. The same God that moved. I don't care what your situation is in this place tonight. You could come forth. We could ask God to trouble these waters tonight and he can make a difference in your situation. I know God is troubling the waters. I know God.